0: Today, we're talking Arizona Wildcats. The Bears and Cats face off this Saturday, 2.30, Memorial Stadium. They got an X-Factor quarterback. It's coming up right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bear Insider, Ultimate Insider Podcast. I'm Mike Pulaski, Cal Hall of Fame quarterback and radio analyst for the Golden Bears. Today, we're talking about the Arizona Wildcats coming into Memorial Stadium this Saturday. Sad stat, the Bears haven't beaten the Cats in their last six attempts. goes all the way back to 2009, since the last victory that the Bears had over the Cats. Last year's victory, or loss, I should say, victory for the Cats, was a heartbreaker. Due to COVID, Cal was down like 24 players. And so they traveled to Tucson, tried to fill in the gaps, could not get it done against a really depleted, really bad Arizona football team. And so that was a tough loss for the Bears last year. Obviously, this year's unit looking to redeem themselves from that loss. A little later on, I'm going to be talking to Coach Wilcox about his thoughts on the Arizona Wildcats. But right now, it's time for me to give you my thoughts. Number one thing in this entire game for the Cats, the X factor of the entire game, is Jaden DeLora. You may know the name. Played at Washington State prior from Hawaii a great, athletic, young gunslinger of a quarterback. When I say he's the X factor, I don't only mean in a positive way. I mean in a negative way as well. Versus Mississippi State, Jaden DeLora threw three interceptions, and he was scrambling around back there looking like an old version of Fran Tarkington. And it's one of those things as a coach where when you see him escaping pressure, you're thinking, okay, great, but he's got to make something good happen. But he was not. He was trying to keep a play alive, remain a passer, and try to throw the ball downfield, but he started forcing balls into coverage. And so as a result, he threw three picks. One of those was on his receiver, um, but the other two were on him without a doubt. And so for him... And for Arizona, the key is that he is an X-factor in a good way. For the Bears, you're hoping that he throws the interceptions, that he makes some mistakes, that you can do something to flush him from the pocket, but keep him contained, make him feel pressure. So he throws those passes that are ill-recommended. So that's what you're looking for. That's what you're trying to do as a defense. I actually talked to Peter Sermon earlier, defensive uh, coordinator for the Bears today. And he said, you know, it's one thing to leverage a quarterback keeping him in the pocket, containing him, try to bottle him in. But when he can stretch that pocket vertically, too, and there were times when he was 18 yards behind the line of scrimmage running around, it's really hard to keep him bottled in that way. And So last game for Arizona versus North Dakota State, it was an FCS opponent, but they're generally in the championship game for the FCS national title year in, year out. So a good football team, how good? It's hard to tell versus an FBS opponent, especially a Pac-12 or Power 5 opponent. It's hard to tell. Power 5 opponents should win that game every time. But North Dakota State looked pretty good, and Arizona was not in that game. Uh, They were actually behind that game until late, and so North Dakota State kept battling. Arizona had to battle from behind to take the lead, Uh, and they allowed like 404 yards of offense up until the last five plays, at which point, they allowed almost no offense. And so they came through when they had to. Uh, Jaden DeLora in that game where I was going was much better in his decision making as a quarterback because rather than scrambling and running around behind the line of scrimmage, he would, if he saw felt pressure, he would attack downfield right now, go find green grass, and move the chains. As a offensive coordinator or a head coach, You want your quarterback to do that, and it's always a catch-22 between do you keep the play alive and run around backfield and look to throw the ball downfield, or do you take off and run and get what you can? As an offensive coordinator myself, quarterback myself, I am all for take off and get what you can, but there are times late in the game, your team is behind, you need a big play where you want to keep things alive. Jaden Delora has the athletic ability to do just that. He will remind some of Kyler Murray. He is that kind of athletic and elusive back there. Uh, Talking to Coach Wilcox, and we will talk to him in a little bit. It's one of those things that drives a defensive coach nuts because really hard to contain. Do you spy, meaning leave a guy in to protect against his running ability? Do you close the pocket on him, but then he can squirt through? How do you keep him hemmed in and make him try to beat you with his arm? And so that's what the Bears are going to have to do on defense with Jaden DeLore this week. A couple guys to look at for them on offense. One, Jaden Cowing, a wide receiver for the Cats, a very, very good football player. He is leading the team right now uh, with receptions. He was actually, outside of UTEP, unrecruited by Power 5 schools coming out of high school. And so he went to UTEP, played there for three years, had 141 catches, was very good at UTEP. Transferred out back to Tucson this year. And so he leads Arizona in terms of catches and touchdown catches on offense. He's number two. You will see him. Has five TDs on the year. And so a very good football player for them at that wide receiver position. At the tailback spot, it's one guy, it's Wiley, uh, Michael Wiley. He is six foot, 210 pounds. But he is the smaller of the two backs coming into this game. When you see him, he'll remind you a little bit of Jaden Ott. He's got that burst and the quickness, but good vision and the ability to cut. And so he's a dangerous running back. I think he has about 230 yards on the season so far. Uh, he's a very good football player, continues to play for the Cats. He's a junior this year uh, and continues to show up in that lineup. He is the starter at that tailback position. Their other back, DJ Williams, is actually a transfer From Auburn, comes in at 6'2", 225, and he is a big back, but he has power and speed. He can also go get it, too, on the ground. And so, a good running back there as well. Uh, At tight end, Tanner McLaughlin is the main target. He's the guy who has caught more balls than anybody at that position. He's a good football player. They will target the tight end, and Jaden DeLore will spread it around because when he scrambles, he moves around a lot. One other receiver to keep your eye on is uh, Taroa McMillan out of Servite High School in Anaheim. He is the highest recruit at receiver for Arizona in their history, a five-star recruit coming out last year. So he's young, but he's talented. Uh, he has some tools, and so he's a guy who could be a game-breaker for them on offense as well. They will run the ball. I believe that Delora is also their leading rusher on the year at that quarterback position too, because he is so good at getting out of the pocket and making people miss. But Jaden Delora is the key. Stop Jaden Delora, or at least make him play with one hand tied behind his back. And by that, I mean don't let him run. And if you force him to beat you with the pass from the pocket, he will have a hard time doing that, I believe. They uh, protect him okay, but you can get after the passer. You just have to be very careful when you do it that you don't open up seams that he can then run through and escape. Uh, and create havoc downfield. So defense has their hands cut out for him with Delora and that offense mainly with Delora. But if they can hem him in, make him throw, that's their best opportunity. Offensively, when you look at Arizona on film, they are a cover three team. Cover three. I will draw this up for you in a second. But it is a coverage designed. Yes, it helps. You know, you have three guys deep, but it also helps in the run game. You can insert two guys into the box. And so they can give you kind of a pseudo eight-man box where you can start with a six-man box and then those safeties can roll down and help. But they can also help in the verticals. Arizona runs a ton of cover three, so you will see that in the game on Saturday. They also play a lot of man coverage or cover one. Very similar to that three look or three match look in that it keeps a lot of guys in the box. Whenever they play cover one, they do something with the backers where they'll leave a guy home in that backfield or where the linebacker spot is, or they'll bring a dog with a linebacker. They'll bring some kind of secondary pressure. So anytime they're playing cover one, that man look, they're doing something a little special. Teams do it. Teams play cover one so that they can bring an extra rusher, an extra pressure guy from a different spot, give you a different look, and kind of mix it up on you. You have to feel like you can man up and and cover down. And so Arizona's corners can run a little bit on the outside. They have good speed. Christian Roland-Wallace has good speed out there. He's six foot 6'205". He can run a little bit. He showed it against Mississippi State. Uh, Traden Stooks, also 6'2", 190. So big corners. They can move. I think they'll be a good matchup for Cal's wide receivers this week. In terms of their secondary, mainly zone back there. They play three that we just talked about. They play... One, which is that man coverage, get an extra man in the box, get a little extra pressure after the quarterback. They play a little bit of two, a little bit of four, and they've shown some zero blitz pressure. But they're not a big pressure team. They're not a big blitz pressure team, so they're not going to come after you with a lot of dudes. However, this week versus the Bears, I think they're going to find a way to get the individual matchups up front, be it with stunts, with twists or if they're going to bring five. So that bear Front's going to help them kind of cover all their gaps, get one-on-one matchups, and that's where the bears are, have been susceptible. They showed it at Notre Dame kind of all year long that that offensive line
1: uh,
0: is struggling right now. And so Bill Musgrave, that offense, is going to have to find a way to do something in terms of moving Jack Plummer, in terms of getting him clean. Jack is going to have to help himself out if he throws a couple of the short passes, where guys can make catches, you know, don't air mail an option route on the inside. Also, never air mail a go route uh, versus Notre Dame. Put that ball on him. Uh, but an overthrown football on a go route is, is never been caught in the history of football. And so, as a quarterback, you got to know that. Give your guy a chance, especially when you have a running back in Jay Not versus a linebacker. So, Jack can be a little cleaner. I think he'll tell you that. But the offensive line needs to be much, much, much cleaner. And they need to find a way to get that done. Arizona's defense, not huge on sacks. Uh, One guy you'll see is Hunter Eccles, a good football player for them. He plays their cat. He was the Pac-12 co-defensive lineman of the week last week in his game versus North Dakota State. So a very good uh, football player outside. He Five seasons he spent at USC, 37 games, had 50 tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, and a sack and a half. So far on the year this year, he's got two sacks and four and a half tackles for loss. And the other guy you're going to see a little bit of up front that the Bears have to be concerned about is Jalen Harris, 6'6", so big, tall, long, 275-pound defensive end. He has a sack and a half on the year and 20 tackles. He's active at that defensive end position. He runs around and he gets after the quarterback. The Bears need to do a couple things in this game. They need to establish a run game. And they need to be efficient in the passing game by keeping the defensive rush off of Jack Plummer. This team up front, nowhere near what Notre Dame is, but I have to assume that they're better than UC Davis just in terms of talent overall. When I watch film, it's hard to tell because North Dakota State ran the ball really well. Mississippi State just lines you up and goes air raid. So they've seen three different teams. And San Diego State had a bunch of tight ends in the game and kind of mixed it around more like the Bears offense is going to look. San Diego State got a bunch of cover three. Uh, North Dakota State got a bunch of cover three because they're a running team. And they even played some three to Mississippi State. And it's not a great passing defense versus the air raid, but they stayed in it because I think that's what they want to do kind of at their core. They're a three team and they'll just adjust off that team by working either that three carry where those safeties carry guys through the zone or they'll sit and buzz or play hard down below with those safeties and so they can adjust it that way. So now that you know a little bit more about cover three, let's talk to coach Wilcox about his thoughts for the game tomorrow versus the Cats. Now you're moving into Pac-12 play. You've got Arizona coming in this week. Tell me about the Cats. Tell me your thoughts as you head into conference.
1: Yeah. Um, offensively, uh, <clears throat> kind of 11, 12 personnel. They'll be game plan oriented. They'll have wrinkles in the game plan. They do a good job on offense. Uh, dynamic wideouts uh, of their 5-0 linemen are coming back. So they're experienced there. Uh, variety of running backs. They've got some big guys. they got some slashers. And the QB he just makes things happen, man. I mean, he is, uh, uh, boys, he dynamic. And so we've seen him a year ago. And, uh, I mean, from the unscheduled, the unscheduled plays, that's, I mean, you have to defend the play that's called, and then you got to defend the second half of the play, which could be unscheduled. It's the QB making something happen. So they scored 38 in their opener against San Diego state put up 31 last week. Uh, so they're, they're doing a good job defensively, primarily four down, a little bit of bear, <clears throat> very active front. Number one's a good player, um, kind of cover one, cover three, cover four, and uh, all the DBs are returning. So they got bets there and uh, they got a, a good punter and a good field goal kicker. So. So bear
0: defense used to be one of those things that teams
1: would put in that you, you know, you get
0: six or seven snaps of it in the game. So you have to practice 15 minutes a day to go against it. Is it still that same type of philosophy for offenses that they have to practice or is it kind of, we've seen the bear defense enough. We understand what our solutions are for bear. And just go with
1: it. Yeah, you do have to practice it. Now we play a fair, you know, we do enough of it on defense that our offense gets it during fall camp and spring ball. And so they see bear uh, a fair amount. Um, you know, it, you still have to, the rules change a lot of times, you know, from four down to bear or even odd, which is four, zero, four. So kind of having your answers there and they, they do do some of that. So we'll have to be prepared for that. Who, I mean, obviously the quarterback, Jaden
0: Delora, he's one of those guys that as a coach, you'll either pull your hair out or you'll love him. You know, if you're his quarterback coach, talk about how he changes your thinking on, on defense, the guy that can kind of move around, he can sling it when he's when he's in the right position and on balance. How does that change
1: philosophies for your defense? Boy, that's a great question. I mean, he uh, he just you know, because they run the ball, they'll they'll fly sweep, they got play action and and he'll launch it. So they kind of do everything. Um, and then the QB uh, you know, not giving him the same pitch every time, and you know you gotta rush him, and then you gotta take your shots at dropping against him. And then keeping eyes on him, obviously, and that concept. I mean, everybody always, well, you know, you got to spy the QB that runs like that. Well, yeah, absolutely. But you know, uh, the spy, the person with eyes on him, still has to be able to tackle him. He's a very hard guy to tackle, and you also have to cover the talented wideouts. So there's this give and take uh, when you defend guys like that, um, and uh, it'll be ultimately just a, a has to be a team effort on defense strikes me that you want him you want to force him to
0: think he has to get rid of that ball as quickly as possible right he's not a read on time guy he's a read kind of react to open guys quarterback as i watch film on him
1: yeah uh the one thing he does do though if, if they aren't is he'll just hold the ball you yeah. know and so uh we always look at that. Is you know is he going to throw it on time regardless some some qbs will do that regardless of the rush they'll throw it on time and so there are certain things we would maybe do against a quarterback like that. Now, if if you if it's not on time and he doesn't throw it on time and he just holds it, well, now you're defending a whole other type of play. You right. know, it's the scramble, it's the QB run, it's the uh, plaster rules in the back end when guys when the the second half of the play starts. And so, uh, yes, you're you're correct, but there's also this element of now you got to defend the the second play and. Uh, So it's a challenge, there's no doubt. He is a dynamic guy, and it'll be a great test for the D. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, Coach. Obviously, disappointing
0: last week, but looking forward to kind of watching this team turn itself around. Like I said, being Cal, having been around this program for a long time, the one thing that you get with really smart players is the ability to flip the switch and turn it.
1: Absolutely. We're looking forward to it, too. Thanks, Mike.
0: That's what we expect from Arizona this week. I will look forward to calling the game tomorrow. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Appreciate you guys watching. We will have the review of this next week as well with Coach Wilcox. We've got some guests coming on the podcast next week as well. So appreciate you guys watching. I'm Mike Pulaski for Bear Insider and the Ultimate Insider Podcast. Go Bears.